Dread King Logan, and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Edge. And if you're not, you're a peon. Take a knee and enjoy the ride. <laughs> Welcome back to Pro Wrestling Edge. I am your host, the Dan Brewer, and unfortunately, my tag team partner, Mr. AKA, will not be joining us tonight. He's a little under the weather. He apologizes, but this is episode 23. And just to let everyone know how you can find us on social media, you can find Bernard at Bernard Hurd on Facebook, uh, me at Dan Brewer. You can find us on uh, me on Twitter and Instagram at the Dan Brewer. The show at PWE Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can listen to us at Apple, Google Play, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast. You can hear Pro Wrestling Edge. You can email us at prowrestlingedgepod at gmail.com. And uh, this episode's going to be a little special. I got two guest co-hosts in studio with me tonight. Um, but before I get to them, I do have a few shout-outs. I'm going to shout-out John Drake at Nerdy Designs. I talk about him every show. Um, he's a great graphic designer. If you guys need anything from logos to business cards to event flyers to... Um, He's doing keychains and personalized pens. Pretty much anything that you uh, need. Uh, John Drake's your man. Uh, One-stop guy. He's recently started doing um, uh, designing wrestling gear and some entrance curtains. So uh, all you wrestlers out there, he's got trading cards, which is a good way to make some money. Um, a little bit easier to lug around than those 8x10s. So uh, shout out to John Drake at Nerdy Designs. also want to shout out Steve Thompson at Hyperion Belts. Uh, Steve is a belt maker. Uh, he does most of the belts for the local promotions here in Michigan. And he also makes um, um, custom belts. And he also will make uh, replica belts of old school belts, WWF, ECW, WCW, anything you want. Reach out to Steve Thompson. He's got a Facebook page, Hyperion Championship Belts, where you can see his work. He also has a Facebook group page at Hyperion Belts, where he allows us podcasters and wrestling promoters and independent wrestlers to promote themselves promote their shows and we talk wrestling he'll post a uh, match of the day and uh, championship belt of the day so uh, join Hyperion Belts Facebook group and uh, interact with all of us there also the Alliance Wrestling Chat Community Facebook group I'm a moderator for the for that page um, we'll do chat threads for the major shows every week Raw, Smackdown and NXT, AEW, we also do, uh, right now we're doing a contest for Royal Rumble. Um, the winners get uh, a shirt from uh, a WWE shop and a gift card, So uh, and, and you get a shout-out here on Pro Wrestling Edge. So go ahead and join a wrestling Alliance Wrestling Chat community Facebook group and uh, join in our great conversations. Also, a late shout-out I want to add is Three Wiseman Media. Um, Tyler and Dylan and Kyle and everyone else associated with Three Wiseman Media, Randy, Shannon, everyone. I know I'm leaving some people out, and I apologize for that, but uh, they do great work. You can find them at Three Wiseman Media on all social media platforms and YouTube, and that is the number three spelled out, T-H-R-E-E, -E, the letter Y-S, uh, men, media, and um, they put out some great content. Not everything's wrestling-related, um, but being a part of the uh, Three Wise Men uh, group there is a professional wrestler that uh, they do put all, all Velks matches out there 
and uh, they'll do some wrestling-related stuff for the Royal Rumble. Uh, they put some wrestling-related stuff. They also joined in with them, uh, Dr. Wrecking Ball, former guest of the show. And I've also seen on there the sheriff of BCWA, Big Man Hudge, has been on there as well. So check out Three Wise Men Media. So I usually go through the upcoming shows and whatnot for um, the state of Michigan for independent wrestling. But uh, I want to bring my uh, guest co-host on first. And um, then we're going to get into asking them some questions, and we'll get into the shows. So I've got uh, Nick and Josh with me. Guys, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me here. So a little bit of background on how I know these guys is um, I've known Nick since we were kids. And Nick, Kaz Lucas, he's the one that I've talked about that he was in a car accident and spent some time in the hospital. So um, I've been talking about him on previous shows. I'm glad that he's out. I'm glad that he's better enough to come in and do the show. We had a little reunion of our uh, childhood at Horror Slam. Oh, I posted some pictures uh, up uh, just a few days ago of that. But uh, So I've known Nick a pretty long time since he, he was a little kid. You know, he's a few years younger than me. I was friends with his older brother, am friends with his older brother. Um, so uh, I've known Nick a lot. Of course, life and time separated us where we didn't see each other. And, uh, Who would have thought independent wrestling would uh, bring us back? Yeah, independent wrestling's brought us back. Um, with independent wrestling bringing us back, I was able to meet Josh. Josh and Nick are our best friends. So, uh, And I talked about this on the interview that um, I got interviewed by Wrestling Rage after uh, BCW Got Your Six. That interview was on... Uh, Pro Wrestling Edge's uh, Facebook page is also on Wrestling Rage's YouTube channel. Go to r2youtube.com. You can see the interview with me. Um, you, you never really know how much independent wrestling can bring people together. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's unbelievable. Like you said, you know, it, it brought your guys' whole group back together and introduced me and you together. We're friends now. You know, it, it's it's a great thing. You, you know, and this this independent wrestling thing, like I said, it, it brought us all together. And, you know, Josh and Nick, I consider two of my close friends now because of independent wrestling. So, uh, welcome, guys. You guys um, are always going to be welcome to come back and, and uh, we'll before we get into talking some wrestling, you know, uh, let our listeners know a little bit about you guys. So, um, let's start this question with Josh. When did you start watching wrestling? Uh, I'd say probably, I've basically been around it my whole life, really. Uh, my dad watched it, so I continually watched it after him, you know. Uh, I started watching with WCW, you know, I was a Hulkamaniac, Macho Man, Randy Savage, them guys, and I just always... Loved it ever since, you know, once I got older, there was always that time period where you kind of drift away from, yes. it, you know, life hits you, you got to work and everything, and, you know, through independent wrestling, I kind of came back together and came back into enjoying it once again, and loved it ever since, and still loving it, never going to stop loving it. <laughs> That's awesome. What about you, Nick? Oh, man, I had to have been about six years old, so 94. Oh, wow. It was Vince McMahon still on the announcer's table, and... I think that was right around the time when the Raw's War started happening and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Just the same thing as Josh. Fell off of it for a while. Came into other things, but now I'm back into it after this whole coming into the indie scene six years ago with Josh. Yeah. Started yeah. picking up WWE again. And just haven't stopped watching. And now there's so yet. many more platforms you can oh, constantly yeah, pick it up. Like I remember growing up and you just can't couldn't find nothing. I thought that there was only WCW and only WWF, and that was it. You know, literally, I know that there was, 
you know, Noah, New Japan, and Ring of Honor, Evolve, all this other stuff that's going on, and just, you had no clue. Now it's all over Facebook, social media, so much easier to find. Speaking of New Japan, you got a pretty sweet loss um, of Lost in Chernobyl's shirt on. Yes, thank you, thank you. My brother, so, actually, shout out to Jordan, he got it for me for my birthday. I'm a huge fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling, probably of all the major wrestling companies, that's probably my favorite. Yeah, definitely. Even me more, too, I'm yeah. a huge AW fan, but... The, New I Japan probably, yeah. yeah. New Japan probably tops that for me as well. So we know when you guys um, fell in love with wrestling, um, and that you guys, similar to my story, you, you kind of got away from wrestling for a while. Life takes you different places, but it always seems like it brings us back. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, and and like you said, um, growing up, I always thought, yeah, all there is is WCW and WWF. And, yeah. And not knowing that, I could go five minutes down the road and watch a wrestling show with some talent that are just as good as the people we're seeing on television. Yeah, exactly. For a lot better price. Definitely. And we get that personal interaction with uh, with the uh, with the wrestlers. Another thing I like about independent wrestling, I don't know if you guys like this too, is if you go to a WWE show or even AEW, Ring of Honor, whoever. Oh. That's me. I forgot to put my phone on silent. So, uh, so you know, you go to these shows and you go, you go to buy merch. You're buying merch from someone who's been hired to be there that probably doesn't want to be there, that has no clue about wrestling, doesn't know about wrestling. You're buying a shirt off someone, mm-hmm. and that money goes to the pocket of WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor. But when you go to these indie shows and, and, and you buy this, um, buy this merchandise, you're buying it from that wrestler. Not only are you buying it from the wrestler, you get to interact with that person. And you form relationships. You see them month after month when you go to these indie shows. And, and uh, you know, they uh, they see you come up with the merch table at that point. After you've bought all their stuff and there's nothing else for you to buy, you stop by, say hi, and they call you my name. So, you know, that's pretty cool. You get that personal interaction. So, I know that all of us go to BCWA. Um, we met back again and got back um, together as friends at Clash Wrestling. Yeah. Um, Horror Slam, you know, and starting off, I'm not really the biggest fan of the Deathmatch uh, death Wrestling, but you know what? It's growing on me. I love Horror Slam. That's one of my I love things. Horror Slam. I waited so long for a, a promotion to come around that's so close to the ECW days. You know, that's what I love so much about Horror Slam. You got that the crowd involvement, you're just constantly hype and feeling it. Now that, now that they've had Rhino, what they need to do is get Sabu to wrestle a match with them. It, you know, that would be, be and you guys agree with me when I say this, when you go to Horror Slam, now, I love Clash Wrestling. Oh, yeah, I love too. BCWA. They both have great environments. They both, you know, the atmospheres are different, but they're both different and good in different ways. Mm-hmm. But it's a different kind of atmosphere and crowd when you go to Horror Slam. Yes, it definitely is. It just seems like everybody's more into it. It's a rowdier crowd. Yeah. And it makes it that much more fun. You know, maybe the alcohol being served helps. <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> that might definitely helps. That might be a part of it. But yeah, I'm definitely really growing on uh, Horror Slam. Um, you know, I, I talked to Briar Wellington this week. And I've talked to Rachel um so yeah I, I really enjoy what they're doing and they're doing a lot of stuff coming up with uh gcw so uh that's gonna be uh that's gonna be exciting uh we're gonna talk about the shows for this month so we will touch on horror slam again so we all know that we we 
spend most of our time on the weekends at these at these independent shows in Michigan. A lot of time and a lot of money. Yeah. And, and if you check out my uh, Facebook page, you'll see uh, I'll I post pictures, I post videos from the shows. I had the honor of going to the award ceremony and uh, press conference for BCWA. I got a personal invite from Mike Blackwell to be part of the press team. And uh, that was an awesome experience. Check out Pro Wrestling Edge Facebook page. I've got, I've got everything up there. I have a podcast dedicated to the press conference. If you go back in the archives of the show and listen to it, um, I, I, that's, that's one of my favorites that I've done so far. There's been a few, and there's one that's been extra special to me, which was the last one, if, or two episodes ago. If you haven't listened to the episode with Dread King Logan and Roughhouse Rob, I don't know what you're waiting for. You need to listen to it. Absolutely. It's beautiful. It's a Absolutely. great one. Very, very, uh, hits you in the heart. Yeah, so let's break that fourth wall a little bit. We are recording this prior to the benefit show, but this episode will not air till after the benefit show. Um, so we'll talk. That's one of the ones that we're going to talk about, even though it's going to be in the past. By the time this comes out, I don't want to uh, take away from that show. No, definitely um, not. So we're going to touch on that a little bit. So w- we all do the independent wrestling thing, and I think uh, I think Josh touched a little bit on uh, the promotions that he watched. But what promotions other than the independents do you currently uh the, that you currently watch, enjoy, oh, don't I, enjoy. I still watch, you know, Raw, SmackDown. Um, I, I love NXT. I, I think it's better than what's on Raw and SmackDown. Definitely, if you're watching the WWE promotions. Um, other than that, like I said, it's New Japan. Um, uh, I try to check out some CZW. Like I said, I, I'm into the deathmatch stuff, yeah. so I like that. I do follow some of that. Um, and that's really pretty much it, man. I, I so you're follow. not much of an AEW guy? I, I Actually, that's one thing that Cody, if you're listening to me, to hook it up on Hulu. I don't have cable, so I got to watch my oh. stuff on Hulu. So I can't really follow AEW as much as I would love to. Because I, I love Cody. I love everything that they're doing at AEW. Right now is a great time to be a wrestling fan. So I'm the same boat you are. But I, something that I have 12 blocks over is my parents' house. And they know Wednesday nights, I'm coming over and I get the 65-inch big screen in the family room. And I watch uh, I watch AEW Dynamite every Wednesday night. Yeah. They, they know 8 o'clock. They know on clockwork about 7.30 I'm going to be there. And, um, hey, you know, they don't mind seeing their son. Okay, you know, definitely. either. But that that's how I catch it. If it yeah. wasn't for that, I wouldn't be able to see it either. I am so disappointed. What about you, Nick? What promotions do you want? And before we go on to you, you're a better man than I. I cannot watch Raw on SmackDown. Oh, like I said, it's on Hulu, so I get to fast forward a lot, especially Raw. Raw is really bad right now, in my personal opinion. You know, I started watching it because I have Hulu, and I started watching it on Hulu. Um, is SmackDown still on Hulu, or they take it off of Hulu? No, it's not on Hulu. It just comes out since it's on Friday. I think it's like Sunday it comes okay, out. Okay, so, because I know when they first switched to Fox, they uh, they pulled everything for, for SmackDown off yeah, of Hulu. Yep, they did for a little bit, but it's all back okay. now. So, yeah, I uh, I can't even watch it on Hulu, but that's a whole other conversation for a whole different <laughs> episode. Nick, what about you? What do you watch? Well, I know one that you watch because we talk about it every Wednesday night. AEW is quickly becoming one of my favorites you know i still watch smackdown which as we've touched on it is way better than raw right now and i may be watching hour if that of raw on mondays before i just say hell with it i'm going to bed 
Um, listening to your guys' podcast, I came up on NWA Power on YouTube, been following that. Okay. You know, senior girl. Uh, yeah, I always AK on there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the old Rock and Roll Express coming back and getting the tag champs and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, I, what Nick was referring to is obviously I don't uh, – have a YouTube channel to where you can see us in the podcast studio, but I have right next to me hanging on the wall where I have a perfect view of um, AK-47, Allison K, the NWA uh, uh, women's champion. I have an autograph, right? And perfect view of me when I'm sitting here in my uh, in, in my host chair. Very comforting to look upon. Yeah, don't, don't sure. think I'm looking at you because my head's directed towards you. But I'm looking <laughs> at the hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, so you watch Ada, you watch SmackDown. You know, one thing I'll say about WWE, and this is how I get my WWE product, is social media. Ever since AEW came along, WWE has stepped up their social media game with covering their shows every week. That's how I find out about Ron's. They actually put segments up during the show that have already happened on their uh, on their Twitter page. So I do get to catch up on, on on Raw and SmackDown a little bit. That's where I get it, is on uh, social media, especially Twitter. But uh, they've definitely upped their game with uh, AEW. I don't think anyone can beat AEW social media game no, no, when it comes to promoting their stuff. Absolutely not. I'll tell you what, last night's AEW, that six-man tag match where the crowd was singing along to Judas as the inner circle was walking out, that was absolutely amazing. You know, they're, they're doing some good things at, at AEW, and uh, I know a lot of people trashed them because towards the end of nineteen, it was turning to shit. Oh, uh, yeah. It was turning to shit bad, creatively, yeah. and uh, they've they've righted that shit. Uh, there's only one thing that I'm still kind of disappointed with that's still going on, and that's the women's division. <coughs> um, Don't let Kenny Omega hear that. I, that. You know, and I've called for his job when it comes to being an EVP and running the women's division on this show. Um, I don't know what he's doing. Um, you would think if he's going to put it on one of the women Japanese stars he brings in, he's going to put it on his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, you would think Sheeta would be champion. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Rio was his tag team partner over in Japan. But it just, I don't know if uh, they had the opportunity to put that rocket on the back of uh, Chris Statlander oh, and pull an old Edge and Christian podcast. They, they were the rocket strappers. Yeah. Uh, they could have easily uh, ran with uh, Chris Statlander and put the title on her. I think they're going to change that, and it's going right to Kong, which, in my opinion, it should have been Kong from the get-go Yeah. because of uh, her name. But, uh, yeah, I think they missed uh, the ball on putting that title on Statlander. You could have had a awesome Kong-Statlander feud yeah, she's, for that she, women's title. She was definitely my pick to have the title run. Yeah, um, but... I can't say much more about Statlander. You know, she was trained by two guys that are affiliated with WWE, Kurt Hawkins, uh, Brian Myers, and Jack Buck. Jack Buck's one of the main producers backstage, and uh, they have a wrestling school and promotion called Create a Pro. And uh, they put out two pretty big stars to this point. They've put out Chris Statlander and MJF. Yeah. So um, you can't uh, say anything. I know she doesn't have the years in the business, but she's got two of the best that have mentored and taught her. Um, and I think that AEW did miss the opportunity to, to have a run with Statlander as champion. So we've talked about 
how we all met, how we all come back together full circle as, as friends and, and I consider it family because this wrestling family. community is a yeah, family. I, I've said that I don't know how many times, especially these past few weeks. The indie scene is such a great thing for me. You know, it really made me feel like I was a part of something. It made me feel like I had this huge, huge, huge family. You know, outside of my my your family, really yeah. no family, you know. You shout out Brandon. You better be listening to this episode because if I got your brother on here, and you're not listening to this episode when it comes out, well, uh, you're gonna have some explaining. To you. <laughs> so you know, Brandon's Nick's older brother. He's the one that I was was friends with back all those years ago, and. uh don't want to get too personal, but I have talked about you were in a car accident and you spent some yeah, time in the hospital. Yeah. And that's where I was leaning, you know, just having this whole big community of people that I don't even know. They know nothing about me. They could care less about me, but they showed how much they do care for their fans. I mean, just individual wrestlers talking to them, getting messages from them, getting messages from or Rachel Green herself, you know, making sure I'm okay and checking up on me. It, 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 it was very emotional for me those first two weeks while I was in the hospital hearing from everybody. You know, there's one thing that I've learned from being part of this Michigan independent wrestling community for a little over a year in podcasting, especially since Pro Wrestling Edge has come about, is a family. And, and me and Cody spoke about this in my interview on Wrestling Rage is they accept everybody with open arms. It doesn't matter where you came from. If you feel like you didn't fit in anywhere else, you're you, you're going to fit in in the Michigan independent wrestling scene. Yeah, definitely. It is definitely one big family. And like you know, like Nick said, uh, he had wrestlers reaching out to him. He had um, pr- he had promoters to shows that he's just attended. Not any personal relationships to these people, and they're reaching out to him because they find out that one of their fans has 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 been in an accident. So. Um, Let's not get into it. That's your business, but I did want to talk about how everyone's reached out to you and and, and this and, and this family we call Michigan Independent Wrestling and made you feel part of it. Oh, oh my God! Just last week's show at Horror Slam definitely was like the cherry on top. You know, waiting after the show and getting to meet Jeff King, old timer, love the guy. To have him come out from the back and take a picture with me and autograph with me. And, appreciate me being there and i'm about to cry just talking about it man. Yeah. it just felt so good that i was healthy enough to be able to show up and show my support for them and then for them to return that support on top of putting on this great show for me and all that you know that show was special to me for a few reasons obviously i have a close personal friend who won the horror slam tag team titles dread king logan um that's my homeboy it's the man by the way but uh in addition to that, we had our reunion. Oh man, the from, Mafia. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Our our um our Meadowbrook crew from back back in the day when we were youngsters. Uh, we had a couple people missing, but uh, for the most part, the main core um, was there, and we got a nice picture. And we hope to make that a a, oh, a, a reoccurring event every month at horror slam if we can yeah we got it was a great group of guys that we got going to them shows and not only not only the guys that i grew up with and getting back and you know guys like josh that um i would have never met if it wasn't for clash wrestling yeah exactly Exactly. you know and and uh, have these guys in my home doing a podcast you know that's that's special to me and that show was special We, we we you know we all had 
you know, you guys invited me. So many different movies. You guys invited me to sit at your table, and it was just like you know, sitting there watching a show with family. It it really was special. You know, you have all the guys that Brandon works with uh, that that joined us, and all those guys were cool. Uh, some of the guy, it's just it was it was a great night. I think we definitely made a big fan out of uh, my brother's one friend Justin, the one when uh, Justice came out to our table and grabbed his beers and started bashing him over dude's head. Yeah, that, yeah, that was his first that show was, too. That was just that's that's awesome. pretty cool. Yeah, that was an awesome it. event. I wish I was talking to to uh, to to Dread King. I said I wish I hadn't. I had my phone out taking pictures, but I wish I took a video of of you. And Justice, and um, God, they just Matt Justice is another one. Yeah, he's Gosh. a great, great athlete, man. Just... He's amazing. I, 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 to be you know, to be completely honest, I didn't know who Matt Justice was until I went to Horror Slam back in December. Had no Damn, that guy! Well, Silent Night was my first night seeing him, and he blew the roof off the place in the in the opening match again. You know, Same. both opening matches for both Horror mm-hmm. Slam shows, they tear it down, man. You know, same thing with me. It was it was uh, Silent Night was the first one that I uh, th- that I saw Matt Justice to, and him and Logan tore it tore it down. Any other wrestlers, any other two wrestlers together, to and such a great match. To do a plug, Dread King Logan has a YouTube channel. That match is posted on Dread King Logan's YouTube channel, so um, you can search Dread King Logan, find his YouTube channel. He puts up his matches. And go there and get the Dread King Logan Matt Justice match from Horror Slam in December. That's an amazing show, and I know I know my homeboy will be thankful that I plugged his YouTube channel <laughs> here on the show. But he took uh, some crazy bumps that night oh, too, a silent night, man. That back body drop onto them chairs. Oh, yeah, he yeah we we actually me and him talked about that one. So yeah, that was a that was a good show. And I know this episode is going to come out after the benefit show for Holly, but like I said, um, it'll be two episodes ago by the time this one comes out. Uh, I interviewed Roughhouse Rob and Dread King Logan. We talked about Holly's condition. We talked about Holly and Dread King's relationship. And we talked about the show. Uh, Roughhouse Rob dropped some big announcements on Pro Wrestling Edge about some things that were going on. I know this is going to air afterwards, and, and I will be there. Um, I expect the two no, of you to, to uh, yeah, we will be there as also. I expect the two of you not only to be there and support so, and support the Dread Queen. To uh, I'll be there and I want you guys to hop on and 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 let's and let's say a few words, whether even if it's just a minute. Definitely, um, definitely. About how you guys sure. are enjoying the show. Absolutely. But um, like I said, this will come out afterwards. It's such a great cause such awareness and it couldn't be going on for two better people yeah exactly and especially holly you know i at the last horror slam show we were at a few weeks ago i went up to holly and uh, she just gave me a big hug I was like thank you and i'm not doing anything that any other person would do and that's help spread the word and be there and support a friend yeah definitely so uh, you guys are definitely going to be there, and we'll definitely hook up and talk there. And and just, I will be putting out a second podcast about uh, of the show. So um, 
I hope when this comes out and we're saying this that, that it was a big success, oh, which I know it will it be. Has to be. I know it will be. And the card is be a huge so The is card stacked. is stacked, and a couple of the announcements that Roughhouse Rob made, we don't know. I can't announce right now who won, but someone's gonna be a lumberjack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Anybody in this room could be one right now. Yeah, I'm any, hoping it's me. You know? Any of us I'm could be a rifles. lumberjack um, for that lumberjack match. So oh, that's that table gun be... match too. The main event. Yeah, yeah bringing you know bringing money out, and well, depending on the currency value of the money is where Peter B and Chuck Stein's going to staple that thing. Oh yeah. So that I'm sure as we sit here and talk now that that was a hell of a match, and then. Of course, we have Rough House Rob's retirement match. Yo, no. He he didn't touch on a whole lot on why he's finally retiring. Um, he did talk about how he came in was broken the business by uh, Sweet Daddy Malcolm Monroe, which is the father to DBA, and um, you know th- just his his connection to that family, and he was a part of that family. Uh, if he's gonna have his last match, I know he said a couple years ago he was retired, but he got the itch to come back, and yeah, and he was out. I want to say five, six years from the ring and came back, but uh, this is it. He had a a stroke that affected his eye, and um, so he's definitely hanging him up this time. He spoke on that episode on how, you know, you have to uh, be able to trust who you're in the ring with because they have your life in their yeah. hands, and, and he just thinks this is the time to go, and who would better go out with than the son of the guy that broke him into the business? Yeah, that's, that's a real cool factor so, of the match. Nice no know. idea on that. That's, and that's I'll tell cool you that you know. um, DBA plans on uh, taking him out and uh, making it to where there's no way he could ever rethink about another um, uh, uh, return to wrestling. Let's so uh, Honestly, he, no better way to go out on a retirement match than to just go all out hardcore balls to the wall. Yeah, and, and like I said, DBA's... You know, they're friends, but DBA, once they get in that ring, DBA's going to whoop his ass. <laughs> yeah. And I know we're going to be sitting here when this comes out, and that's going to be one hell of a match to end it. There's going to be some great raffles. <laughs> that AEW title. Oh, I, yeah. I, I actually got a, seen a picture of it. And um, I'll tell you, boys, uh, when you see that belt on Saturday... You'll be, yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm definitely bringing some extra cash for this one, that's for sure. So I told told Rob, I was like, don't lose that belt like Jericho lost the real one. (laughs) So, uh... I know, by next week, Nick might be Nick two belts here. Yeah, Nick Nick won that first Hyperion belt, which wasn't a better time and a better person to win it with the circumstances. Oh, man, that was amazing. And if I won, I was giving it to him anyway, so so he would have got a belt and he (laughs) would have... He was winning regardless. Yeah, he would have told me no, and I would have told him too bad. Uh, You're taking the belt. There was a lot of positivity towards him on that one. There was no way he wasn't walking away with it. Yeah, get with... I'd be like, get with Steve and uh, make your belt if if, if Dan Brewer is the one that won that one. It would have been a hefty argument back and forth for a while. Yeah, but since I'm the senior friend of the relationship, I would have won (laughs) and you would have got the belt. So let's get into some February independent wrestling. February. Yeah, so um, the first show of the month is February 1st, Clash Wrestling, Wrestling. Brownstown, Michigan. Isn't this their anniversary show? This is the big show for the year. This is the anniversary show, Seize the Day. There's been a few matches that have been announced for Seize the Day. First one, let's talk about, uh, if you've been to the recent Clash Wrestling shows, probably going back to July or August. 
common building for this uh, Dragon Greed uh, Briar Wellington match. Oh my gosh, yeah, they, yes. they've been pandering this one no. for a little while. Now. They were together for a while, and there was a little bit of dissension, and and, and, and then they, there was this split in the the Royal Run, the Battle yeah, Royal, the, the All Out War. There was a big dissension between the two of them, and didn't Dragon Greed throw them out? Yeah, I believe that was yeah. was yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're huge fans of the undisputed uh, of the undisputed king. Oh yes, in this room, oh, yeah, right the now. undisputed king. Uh, that's for likes, sure. My daughter likes to call them chicken fries. Yeah, your daughter definitely calls them chicken fries, but that? it's going to be a great match, yeah, and I'm right. definitely looking forward to that. I talked about on the last uh, podcast um, back in uh, was it June or July. Now it had to be June because May was the show in Allen Park. The June show where they had their money, in, their version of Money in the Bank, uh, and Dragon uh, the future. and Dragon Greed went to that, uh, went through the ladder and snapped oh, it in half. Yeah, oh, that's a that big was, boy. That was a huge bump, man. Yeah. I did not expect yeah. him to take that. I one. definitely gained some respect for oh, Dragon Greed without a doubt man. taking that bump. So I'm definitely looking forward to that match. So let's do something that we usually don't do on this show, but I want to have you guys. Tell me who uh, who who your winner is going to be for that Dragon Wellington. Greed or Briar Wellington? Wellington, Wellington, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So it's a so it's a sweep here. It's a sweep, yeah. So it's a sweep here. Um, the second match that we were going to talk about is the tag team championships for Clash Wrestling. Now the last show at All Out War. Hello, Beefcake won a triple threat, or was it a four-corner? Uh, triple threat. Triple, triple threat, threat tag team match. The winner became number one contenders, and Hello, Beefcake came out on top. Joe Coleman and Adrius Abraham. Um, I'm a huge H3RD fan. Um, Dr. Wrecking Ball is a a uh, honorary member of Pro Wrestling Edge, and, and Mike T. Daniels, who wrestles with H3RD and BCWA, is one of my close personal friends. Uh, but this is going to be Tommy Tresnick and Dead Vaughn versus Halal Beefcake for the tag team titles. And I know, well, I know who Nick's picking because Nick's wearing a shirt right now of of Halal Beefcake. But uh, you know, let's let's get you guys' insight on this match. Uh, I definitely, in my opinion, I think as much as I hate to say it, I like H3RD. They're a great team, but I think that their time might be coming to an end, unfortunately, as the Clash Tag Team champs. I, I feel like Halal Beefcake's going to be the ones coming out on top and I on February 1st. I 100% agree with Josh, but I'm, I'm just bigger on Halal Beefcake than in with HDRD. You know, and so let, let, me, let me tell you guys my thinking on what's going on. H3RD, I obviously lost the tag team titles in BCWA. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't see Tommy Tresnick or Dead Vaughn on this, on this show. That just passed. It got your six. Um, now, this is just me. I know no... D- d- disclaimer. I know no backstories. I know no backstories on what's going on. But the last few shows, uh, Dead Vaughn wasn't... For Clash, he, he's missed some shows. Yeah, he has been there. And Tommy Tresnick has... Has... Uh, has has done some solo... Uh, some single matches. And him and, you know, Dr. Wrecking Ball were together. Um... Just think it might be time for that to uh, move over to Halal Beefcake. So I'm definitely picking. But like I said, I have no knowledge of anything. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it's time Halal Beefcake uh, is going to take home the title. So, so far, the three of us are, are, are on the same side with all these Absolutely. picks. I mean, yeah. Halal Beefcake, they're just so damn entertaining. 
I love the, the, the energy that they feed to the crowd and everything. Got Joe coming out with his protein powder all beeped out. Like, it's yeah. just, it just the comedian of the two. Of the two. You, and you guys missed the few shows at BCWA where they were on recently. Um, they, uh, it, it was some good shows with Hello Beefcakes. They actually had a title match against H3RD a few shows ago. I, I think it was before you guys came to uh, BCWA. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm a huge Joe Coleman fan. You know, in... You know, his tag team partner, Idris Abraham, was in NXT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's definitely a name that uh, NXT fans um, know who he is. So I'm looking forward to that match. And I think Hello Beefcake is going to be new champions. Uh, we also want to talk about the women's title match that's set between Jody Threat yes. and defending her title against the former champion, Nevaeh. So uh, Nick and I both have a fascination for Jody Threat. Yes. Um, yes so a <laughs> uh, couple shows ago she, when she wrestled Heidi Katrina she took a break and sat on my lap. So uh, typically I would uh, say that Jody Threat's going to win this match but there are rumors out there that she may have signed a contract with a certain company. Um, she did lose the Shine Women's Title yep. at Horror Slam. I thought it was the Divine. Oh, uh, the Divine, the Divine, the Divine yeah. Title at Horror Slam to Jocelyn Nav- um, uh, Navarro. Uh, Jocelyn Navarro. Um, so, hearing these rumors going about um, that she may have signed with a company down in Orlando, Florida, it might be reporting to a certain uh, center for performance pretty soon. Um if these rumors are true, if they're going to put the title on someone else, they're going to put the title on Nevaeh, who had the title for, I don't know for sure, but she might be the longest reigning Clash Women's Champion. And um, that doesn't upset me either. If Jody Threat no, can't be champion, that I, I it's Nevaeh. That's going to be a hard hitting brawl because I know Nevaeh's going to want some uh, revenge because she never got a rematch after she dropped the title to, to Jody. To Jody, yes. Yes, so I, I believe this is going to be a hard hitting one with Nevaeh coming out on top. I agree with him 100%. Again, you think it's Nevaeh? Nevaeh, I, I, hate, I hate to say it because I. Jody's my girl. Yeah, Joe, Jody's Nevaeh. special to us. Jody, Jody's a great one, that's for sure. <laughs> so, but then again, several clashes ago, me and Josh's lady, yes, Allison Kay, got in there with uh, with uh, with Nevaeh, and Nevaeh, there, was, yeah. there was no finish. No, the double that DQ. Was, that was actually a really disappointing so, end to that. Match. Um, but. The NWA champion can't lose at a. That's what I said. Yeah, you know, they're they're both champions. Yeah, they can't lose at her promotion. Came out on top on that she one, definitely you know? can't lose at a promotion in her home state. Yeah, exactly. as NWA women's champion. Um, I agree. If the rumors are true, of a certain trip to a center that is for performing, uh, I would definitely say, uh, you know, Nevaeh is going to come out on top. Yeah, definitely. But we will see. Like I said, these are rumors. I don't know anything. Um, there's just been some talk. There was some talk at Horror Slam from people around. Yeah. So that was pretty shocking, her dropping the title yeah. to Jocelyn. Nothing against Jocelyn, but that was, that was pretty shocking. I did not expect Jody to drop the belt. It almost seemed like, uh, you know, Allison Kay held all these held all these titles. Yeah. And when she moved on to NWA, and it seemed like Jody was the one that came followed up and, and followed and took those titles that she had and, and stuff. But we'll see. 
Maybe we're wrong. Maybe the rumors that we're hearing, the birdies out there, aren't, aren't, aren't true. Maybe that was just people started that rumor because she lost. No, that's also possible. You know, we don't know. We'll find out. But uh, we'll find out February 1st. Um, and, of course, this match is 10 years plus in the making. And this one, I'm pretty sure we're all unanimous on, too, by the way. It is also. the rubber match between Elk... And Cameron Sky for the Clash Wrestling Heavyweight title. And um, let me first start off by saying I love Cameron Sky as a heel. So do I. I, I dig him a lot better as a you heel. Know, I, I like him a lot better than Ace High Cameron Sky. Yep. No, don't get me wrong. He's, he's a good talent in the ring, but I just think he's a better heel than he is a babyface. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to this match, and I believe there was some stipulation where there, I don't know if it's no DQ or no rope breaks or, yeah, or yeah. So, there's something like a, something it's no no DQ like no rope breaks yeah, yeah something yeah there's there's a definitely there um, will be a winner that's for sure there's a stipulation that there will be a winner and um, gentlemen who you guys got elk elk elk, elk. elk. so we're all elk. part of the tribe you know. Elk gotcha. is a, Gotta love him, Elk's a friend of mine, so I'm definitely can't go against uh, a friend. So uh, I really hope he beats those fancy pants right off. Of, uh, we are been on the same page for all of these matches, so uh, that's pretty good. Uh, the next show that I want to talk about is February fifteenth. BCWA brings us Outlawed at the Copeland Center in Wyandotte. I don't know if there's been any matches announced yet for the show. Mike Blackwell probably does the best job at promoting his shows in the area. No offense to any other promotion. We love them all. Um, so I know pretty soon they are going to be pumping out. Usually when they start putting them out, they put them all out pretty quickly. On what's, uh, I know there's a match that I believe is going to happen. I have this one. I seriously have no knowledge if it's going to happen. But I think uh, Blake182, who made his return to Michigan Wrestling, at uh, Got Your Six in the um, Dread King Logan Open Challenge match, but ended up being six people in that match. Um, and Dread King Logan still coming out on top because everyone else is peasants, and he is the king. Um, after that match, he put out, he let his frustrations out of not winning that match on one electric Eatley. Uh, so um, I think we might see. Uh, Blake 182 versus Electric Ely match at Outlawed. There's nothing coming out, but it looked like they might be going that way. So uh, when more news comes out on the uh, February 15th show for BCWA, Pro Wrestling Edge will bring it to you. Thursday, February 20th, Insane Wrestling Revolution. This promotion is the promotion of Rhino and Gary Paulette uh, that runs uh, Monroe Pop. Uh, 6 p.m. is bell time at the Monroe FOP Hall in Monroe, Michigan, on Strasburg Road. And they got a pretty big main event. Really big main event, I would say. For this show. And I know there's another match that's been announced. The names escape me, but they're two guys from Impact. Yep, they're Impact wrestlers, but I can't remember who it was. There's, uh, I, I want to say it's Trey Miguel and one of the guys from Desi Hit Squad, I believe, is who the other match is. Don't quote me on that. Like I said, I don't have... But the main event is going to be Rhino versus the franchise, Shane Douglas, versus the most dangerous man in Michigan, DBA. Wow. 
Dude, that is going to be a intense, talk about intense wrestling. That is going to be a hard-hitting show right You're there. You're going to see Josh marking up so I am going to freak so on that one, man. I'm a huge... I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see the franchise. I'm pumped for that. Obviously, we're all yeah. huge Rhino fans because oh, yeah, he's from Dearborn. You got to represent the hometown. Because he's from Dearborn, Michigan. And um, if I lived in Dearborn, I would have voted for him for city council uh, when he ran. But um, that was cool that WWE let him wear his shirt on on on, on television. When yeah, he was that was, that was, yeah, that cool. was really cool. Usually, you don't see stuff like that. No. Um, if you're Monroe, Big Daddy's Boatyard. No. Down. At the um, at the docks there, uh, he owns Big Daddy's Boatyard. Uh, they're actually starting a podcast next month. Oh, really? Uh, uh, Rhino and, and Gary are. It's called uh, something Terry and Gary's underrated podcast or something. They're going to talk about everything from the uh, the uh, the Comic Con stuff that Gary Paulette's involved with to wrestling to. It's going to be a little bit of everything, so definitely looking forward to that podcast. And I recently talked to Gary and told him that we're definitely going to help uh, get the word out and spread the word for his show on uh, February 20th. I'm looking for. I'm a huge uh, franchise. Yeah, so am I. I'm, I'm pretty, really excited to see him finally. I... But I have heard there's one thing you do not talk about with him as a fan going up and talking to him. You don't talk about him throwing that belt away. Yeah, yeah. Don't I did don't hear that. don't talk about that with with the franchise, and you'll be good. But uh, I'm really looking forward. Um, I'm going to shoot my shot because, like Wayne Gretzky said, and you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Exactly. I'm going gotcha. to try, whether I succeed or not. I'm going to try to get an interview for Pro Wrestling Edge with the franchise that Shane Douglas. Excellent. Don't know if it's going to happen. I'm a little pee on podcast. But, but it's always that chance. Or in the words of Drake King Logan, a peasant podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try. Can't hurt to shoot my shot because all he can do is tell me no. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that show. I got a second row VIP ticket. Fifteen dollars. Yeah, man, that show sold out within the hour. I think it was you the know, first front two rows. The tickets dropped at midnight on New Year's Day, and I think about what did Gary tell me? One or one thirty. First and second row was gone. Yeah, like I said, I I, I didn't even have, have a shot at it. <laughs> Are you general admission? I'm general admission, okay. though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I already got my ticket. So I, I did get, get that second row, so it's supposed to include a meet and greet with Rhino. So y'all can be jealous that I got a meet and greet with Rhino as part of my package. That is that is a little bummer. Yeah. I, I, mean, I did get to see him at Horror Slam, though, We did. So I, I was excited to do that. I got to get his autograph on, you know, one half of the SmackDown tag titles. Yeah, and you know, that's, Th- that's cool. To, I'd love that, that's that. really I'd cool, do. yeah. I'm glad I actually spent the money just to go buy that cheap little piece of plastic. Yeah. And then, you know, that's the other thing about, like, the independent shows, like, going back to it again. When you buy your merch, you're buying it from that person. So you get a little story with it, you know? Mm-hmm. You get to talk to that to them one-on-one personally. They sign stuff to you personally. It's just a little bit more interaction. I don't know. I, to me, it seems better when you're buying it that way versus going on WWE shop or, you know, on like pro wrestling tees or something, you know. February 21st, Horror Slam presents This is Horror Slam. So before we get into talking about Horror Slam at this show, the first thing I have to say, Nick F. Engage. Nick F. Engage, man. He makes That's his gonna... Horror Slam return 
in February, then he'll be again there in March. And on the, uh, I'm sure yep. he'll be there at the GCW show. That's where he makes his home. So we get the return of Nick Gage. I believe he's wrestling someone else from GCW. Yes, I can't remember who it was, I don't but I know. believe it is another GCW wrestler. Yeah. So there's been some matches announced. Um, the Undisputed King is going to do an open challenge. Briar Wellington, so you never know who that's going to be. Yeah, it could be anybody. Um, Schlack will defend his Deathmatch Championship, like always. That's, um, that's going to be a good match, regardless. The Detroit Punks, Mitch Hewitt's got a new partner. Uh, they'll be taking on the champions, uh, my homeboy, Dread King Logan and Osmodius. Um, then, probably the match that I'm looking forward to the most. We have the interim... Horror Slam heavyweight champion, MM3, Malcolm Monroe III, taking on the old-timer Jeff King. Now, before we get into talking about this, I've always been a big MM3 fan. You know, he comes from a... He's a third-generation wrestler. He's phenomenal at what he does. But I'll tell you what, when it comes to Horror Slam, I don't know if there's anyone as over... Maybe Peter B. Beautiful is a close second. But there's no one in Horror Slam. Sorry, my homeboy, but there's no one in Horror Slam as over as the old-timer Jeff King. Yeah, I agree with you with that 100%. Old-timer is over like crazy in Horror Slam. So everybody's going to be behind his back. You know, No offense to MM3. He's a great uh, great wrestler, great guy, but old-timer is going to... He's going to teach him what Horror Slam's all about. This is a match that I'm definitely looking for. So we have the old-timer Jeff King and and the young bug, MM3. And, and, you know, MM3 gets a lot to prove at this one, too. You know, he takes down old-timer. That's that's making a statement. Oh, yeah. But I'll tell you one thing about MM3. He's come out and called old-timer out. Yeah. He said he's He's, the Horror Slam champion. He's definitely not scared. For the past two shows that we've been to, MM3 has came out and he's called out old-timer. So uh, this is going to be a good one. This might be my favorite match that I'm looking for. Yeah. Also, um, Sean Lawhorn and Peter B. Beautiful are, are going to be on this card as well. But uh, I'm really looking forward to MM3 versus Old Timer. Yeah. That's probably a this is going to be that's, yeah. That's going to be a great right one right there. This yeah. is going to be one hell of a match. No disrespect to anybody else on this card, but. MM3 and the old timer, wow. It, it's gonna be a top. It's gonna be a bloodbath. You knew it was coming. I hope it's gonna be a bloodbath. You 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 knew this match was coming. It was just when. Yeah, exactly. So I'm definitely looking forward to uh, February 21st at Horror Slam. Yep. So we've talked about Clash Wrestling. We got pretty in depth on on what's going on there because that is their anniversary show. And we yep. want to give them some respect. Uh, we've talked about BCWA's next show, Outlawed. Um, I don't know about you guys. A little quick back to BCWA. I love me some heel Justin May. Dude, I am so glad he turned, man. That was great. That was awesome. I sent Nick the match. Did you did, yep, did, I did. Did he I did get watch it, it Yeah, yeah I, I did watch it, yeah. So uh, he's not happy with the way the fans treated him when he came back from his injury. And... Uh, Wow, he definitely... I, I'm enjoying what Justin Maine's doing as a heel. 
And uh, that's going to happen before too long here on Pro Wrestling Edge, just so everybody knows. There's going to be a uh, Justin Main interview with Pro Wrestling Edge. Um, we, we, we've got to work out the logistics and the schedule, but uh, that's that's a guy that I'm going to be sitting down with in the next few months. And also, BCWA, Tread King Logan and Justin Main. I mean, come on. That, that match is something that needs to happen. So that, that, that match needs to happen. It's funny you say that. Cody at Wrestling Rage talked about how he asked a question in the Alliance group. Not the Alliance um, wrestling chat group, but the actual wrestle, uh, Alliance, BCWA, BCWA Alliance, Alliance Facebook yeah. page group. Has there ever been a double champion? Has anyone ever held the Alliance Championship and the BCWA Championship at, at the same time? The answer is no. So um, well, I, I think we're definitely going to have that opportunity before too long. That somebody might walk out with both of those titles. I'm calling Logan all the way um, on that one. With Justin Maine and Dread King Logan. So, uh, yeah, but uh, I, I know that Dread King's not giving up that Alliance title. That, no, that's man. special. That's a special title to him, but he wants some more. Seems so like I, every match he fights, he gets more and more opponents. First it was four, then six. He's going to take on eight dudes at the next show. Yeah, he'll, he'll take on the whole roster. And giant battle royal for the Alliance title. He will come, come out on top. top. Yeah. yeah, he will come out on top because he is the Dread King. So uh, I appreciate you guys for coming in. I hope you guys had a blast. Dude, I had an awesome time. This was awesome. I yeah. appreciate you. Thank you very much for having us. You know, we've said on Pro Wrestling Edge we want to get – talking to experienced wrestlers who's been in the business for a long time. I've talked to guys that's fresh out of House of Truth. Uh, I said we want to get fans on as guest co-host. Uh, we had we had Bernard's brother and his son on. Now we got you guys on. Uh, we're going to be setting down soon with the cameraman at BCWA. Oh, nice. Um, yep. Um, he's going to come on the show. Um, we're going to get with uh, some of the photographers that we see at the independent wrestling shows. Um, so we're going to be interviewing, I'm, and I'm also going to have an interview before too long, nothing set in stone yet for a date, but 123 Zeke, the, re- the uh, referee. Oh, nice. And they got laid out by, uh, uh, by, by my homeboy. Yes. By my homeboy. So, uh, yeah, so we want to get fans, everyone's Everybody. perspective, That's not awesome. just wrestlers. So uh, we're definitely looking forward to having more um, guest co-hosts, on Pro Wrestling Edge, um, r- r- you know, wrestlers, fresh, new, right out of school. We're actually going to be going uh, soon to uh, the House of Truth and interviewing Truth Martini. That'd be a good one. And I'm going to talk to some of the students. I might actually bring on some of the students as they're still in school. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, That'd be real interesting I- I'm looking from. for a broad spectrum of, of um, eyes and opinions about Michigan independent wrestling. So, uh like I said, thank you guys for coming on. And on top of you guys just being, you guys are the two top fans on Pro Wrestling Edge's uh, Facebook page. Um, so who else could I have started with? we gotta, we got to push the product out there. When we brought, get more uh, fans into the indie scene. When we brought fans on was our two top fans of uh, Pro Wrestling Edge. So, again, guys, thank you. Before we get going, is there any social media you guys want to plug of yourselves? Uh, uh, if you not, want to, I'm on really underscore okay. 19 and Instagram. So, so you're on Instagram? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Okay. I mean, that's really about it. Okay. okay. I'm going to do is uh, shout out Fro Gun, though. While I was in the hospital, what he did for me, you know, I got I bought that shirt from him at that BCWA show. 
got into that accident they had to cut it off man sent me out that new shirt and it it, it made it made my day when yeah, i found and that out. uh and and he did ask about you at uh at the last show uh got your six so um, i had a, had a conversation with him about you big shout out to him so any other shout outs for you nick that you want to give the meadowbrook mafia baby yeah and then travis coin all of us from monroe man i did yeah that's a good group that's Travis a good group of guys oh yeah oh yeah Especially being, you know, the youngest one out of them all, getting picked on all the time. You know, yeah. Still had fun. You, uh, you had posted a comment on the picture. It was like, you always wanted to hang out with your brother's friends. Oh, yeah. You know, that's When you got an older brother, that's what you want to do. You and wanna, now you're part of the group. Yeah, absolutely. You know, not <laughs> Comes only, first so full, full circle. circle. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I, I love it now, you know. And it's great to finally be able to have that hanging out relationship with my brother oh, not course. just him but all the all of the friends and everything too you know yeah your, your brother and i was real close you ask him we have some stories we could tell you oh i've i've heard, I've heard plenty <laughs> of stories so <laughs> far man yeah there's you guys reunited at that one class show. there was some times where uh me and your brother got into some uh trouble together oh i don't and that. and did some crazy crazy stuff when we were hanging kids. out with my brother and the rest of the guys from yeah. Look, you were guaranteed some trouble yeah me uh your brother and coin had some uh interesting uh <laughs> interesting times back in the day oh, when we were all in high school so josh what about you any any shout outs uh shout out my brother down in florida jordan what's up uh the c-town guys our, our carlton crew you know cowtown cowtown what's up and um every wrestler out there promotion podcast or anybody doing anything for uh the indie scene or just wrestling in general thank you very much for what you guys do to entertain us man you guys do a lot more than what you guys actually think, or you might not hear it enough, but thank you for what all you guys do. Oh, yeah. Always. You know, you know, speaking of podcasts, you know, I've talked about Wrestling Rage a lot. I'm pretty good friends with Cody and Josh and, and, and Danny, but, uh, you know, there's there's uh, Floyd Heel Fan News and, and Kyle at uh, Knockouts and Three Counts and Devin, all the guys there. At, there's a whole slew of them at Knockouts and Three Counts, you know, but we... Uh, you know, we all um, try to help each other out with, you know, promoting these shows and getting the word out. So, yeah, um, definitely shout out to all the guys at Wrestling Rage, Knockouts and Three Counts, and Heel Fan News. Cause, um, definitely, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, some pretty good stuff. And like I had said earlier, check out Three Wiseman Media. They're not all wrestling content, but um, they do put out all of Elks matches. And they do do some uh, some wrestling stuff. They had one recently where Kyle and his wife Shannon sat down and watched the Rusev and uh, or the um, the Bobby Lashley and Lana wedding on Raw. Yeah. And you have Shannon and Kyle who don't watch WWE at all, <laughs> and they watched it for the first time in their video and they re- they reacted to it. Uh, I guess WWE didn't like that 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 video too much that they posted, but. Uh, so that they do some interesting stuff. Uh, they they put they put the guys there. They ask them questions. A lot of times it's it's topics that they know nothing about. Yeah. So you know you know some of the guys are into Star Wars and stuff, and they'll talk to the other ones, and they have no clue what's going on, and they try to respond. It's really good stuff. So uh, they also have a great comic book too, Motor oh, City yes. Mo by the oh, Three yes. Wisemen. Man, they they do a great job with that. And the third the third installment is going to be coming out soon. I did see some yeah, pictures. I think it might even be out. It's now. really it's soon. Close. Yeah, it's really soon. Right so we'll be the we'll be staying out with them sometime, I believe, in March. I talked to Kyle, and they're pretty booked with Comic Cons. 
in February, but I'm going to bring in on the guys at Three Wiseman Media on here to Pro Wrestling Edge to talk about the comic book and stuff and, and, and their social media and what they're looking to do in 2020 and beyond. Again, fellas, appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we are missing Mr. A.K.A. Bernard, who likes to uh, send us out. So um, I guess uh, I guess I got to do it. We out.